1: Testing from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U-S-A. Welcome to The Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave.
0: It never ceases to amaze me how everything I enjoy is under attack. I enjoy being an alpha male. I'm under attack. So are you. I enjoy cigars. Cigars are under attack. I enjoy a fine piece of meat. Not just from the harem, but a nice piece of steak from a cow. Moo. That's under attack now as well. Oh, by the way, if you are a sportsman, a hunter, you want to purchase some ammo, mazel tov. Congratulations. You, too, are under attack as well. It seems that everything associated with the alpha male lifestyle is now under attack, but fear not, we will fight back in the manner of the greatest general of them all, General George S. Patton Jr., who said, We will not hold our position, we will continue to advance and run through them like crap through a goose. And so that's exactly what we will do to the enemies. Of pleasure. Long ash greetings and salutations, a long ash snappy salute, semper delectatio, Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. And here at the Cigar Dave Show, we are LGBTS friendly. That is libations, grilling, babes, and tantalizing sticks. Let not us be criticized for not being inclusive for all. So, lieutenants, today we welcome you. If you would care to uh, follow us on Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, where you can uh, get me 24-7, 365. Although sometimes, I must say, I do like taking a break from tweeting, so it may not be 365. Don't forget to go to our website, CigarDave.com, where you can also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, every other social media that is known man in the second hour for our cigar masters segments we will be joined by a longtime friend of the cigar dave show and of mine rick rodriguez the brand ambassador of cao cigars our february 2015 selection is the cao colombia and i have them right in my hands in a beautiful cigar dave officers club pouch three beautiful cao colombias I will enjoy one of those today for the National Cigar Litation Ceremony. We will spend the entire second hour with Rick. Now, lieutenants, as I mentioned, we are under attack. It never seems to end. And I started off by saying we as alpha males and men are under attack. And I don't know about you, but I am fed up. I am so sick and tired of hearing about the glass ceilings that women have been kept down, that men are the root of all evil of women, that women don't have equal opportunity, not getting equal pay, it's a load of poppycock. And I could list example after example of all the falsehoods, but on last Sunday's Oscar Awards, and I don't, I have to tell you, and I tweeted it out, I could care less, didn't watch them. Although, when I started to see tweets about Patricia Arquette's acceptance speech, then I got a little bit piqued. It piqued my interest, and so on Monday, I decided that I would find the video and see exactly what she had to say as she went after men. Those of us in the male species are responsible for all of actresses and and, and women's ills, now, on Sunday, she won the Best Supporting Actress for a movie called Boyhood, which apparently traces a child over a 12-year period. I have never seen the movie. I don't care to see the movie. I could care less about Patricia Arquette. In fact, I, had, I don't even know what she looked like. I had to, uh, when I, uh, I did a Google search to see what she looked like, after I saw her, I'm like, wait a minute, she, reminds, she looks like the actress that played on the final season of Boardwalk Empire. And sur- sure enough, that's who it is. But I could not pick her out in a lineup if you ask me. Couldn't tell you her name. But she received the Best Supporting Actress Award. And here is what she had to say. She had a, a speech that ran about two minutes. And she had to make sure that in the speech, she had to get a little bit of that feminist woman power. Here it is. Listen to what she had to say.
2: To my heroes, volunteers, and experts who've helped me bring ecological sanitation to the developing world with GiveLove.org.
0: Well, actually, that was the the first segment. I wanted to reverse those, but that was she. She talks initially about her hero, GoodLove.org, e- eco something or other. Who the hell knows what she's st- talking? All these actresses are all involved in this eco saving of the planet, eco this, eco that. But meanwhile, they have no problem crisscrossing the nation in private jets and, of course, in limousines that used more fuel than the average American will in probably 20 years. But that's how she started it off. Here's where she goes talking about women and women not making the same amount and equal pay as men.
2: To every woman who gave birth, to every taxpayer and citizen of this nation, we have for everybody else's equal rights. It's our time to have wage equality once and for all and equal rights for women in the United States of America.
0: Oh, fabulous. Yes, yes. That's what Meryl Streep and Jennifer Lopez were doing in the front row. They were jumping out of their, out of their seats in the front row, cheering, Thing that is fantastic. Yes. Wage equality, this from an actress, and how about the two people in the front row that jumped up and said, yes, wage equality for every woman. Well, Meryl Streep gets 7 to $8 million per motion picture. I ask you, is she not being compensated fairly? I will guarantee you she is making more than many male actors. Guaranteed. Jennifer Lopez, wage equality? She's being compensated, remunerated at a rate of 17 point five million dollars to be a judge on American Idol. Now I don't know what the other judges make, but I will guarantee you she's probably making more, or pretty close to guaranteeing you, she's making at least, if not more, than the other two judges. And I don't watch American Idol. I could care less. Not on my radar. So I don't even know who the other judges are now since the show has changed and frankly it's a lot long in the tooth. Not a little long in the tooth. It's major league long in the tooth. But here is an example of men being attacked. We're the reason that women aren't getting the right amount of wages, not getting parity, not getting wage equality. This is a load, especially coming from one of these Hollywood actresses, that I guarantee you arrived in a limousine. I guarantee you gets pampered. And if I'm not mistaken, I think she is uh, winning an award. I think she gets one of those $165,000 gift bags that the presenters and I think some of the award recipients get. So I ask you, wage equality? Please. A little bit overboard. And once again, we as men are attacked. And I'm fed up with it. I am fed up with these feminists saying that men are the cause and the root of all evil. As I have stated on this show many times, I am absolutely for equality. In fact, I have no problem. In fact, the lovely Ms. Kate will tell you that I have no problem being equal when it comes to my harem. We have some dames that are tall, some that are short. We have some that are more bodacious than the other. We have some blondes. We have some brunettes, although I do have more blondes, I will admit that. We even have a couple of redheads in there. So we believe in equality here at the Cigar Dave Show. I believe in equality. But this is absolutely ludicrous to say that women are not earning the same as men. And I always get a kick out of when we see in Washington – uh, Obama's saying, we need to have wage equality. We need to sign the Lilly Ledbetter Act to make sure that every woman is compensated at the same rate. Meanwhile, according to the White House's own statistics, women make 72% of what men make in the White House. Hillary Clinton, that magnificent, miraculous feminist, that male basher de jour, well, she, when she was the senator of New York State, her female employees made less than her male employees. Again, I ask you, a little bit on the hypocritical side, and I say this, I'm all for wage equality. However, if someone says, a woman says, look, and I had a conversation yesterday with a friend of mine, a professional woman who is an executive with a major food company here in the United States, And she just informed me. She said, look, after doing this for umpteen years, she said, I told them that I'm going to leave the company. And they said, you can't leave. We don't want you to leave. You're too important. And she said, well, then fine. Then I have to be able to work from home, and I'm not going to work my 50, 60 hours. I will work maybe 25 hours a week. And they said, fine. Now, they are paying her. She told me. She didn't tell me what she's making, but she told me that she's making pretty close to what she was making when she was working full-time or or before she transitions. Now, here's a perfect example. She, by her own volition, does not want to be full-time. She said, I want to spend more time with my daughter, want to spend more time with my husband, want to be able to do other things. I just don't want it. She said, my husband does very well. I don't need to work full-time. Good for her. But if you take that into account... You certainly can't put that into a statistic saying, well, this woman who now wants to work less hours because she's making less than a man who's maybe working full-time, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, you can't look at that and say, oh, we have wage inequality. In fact, if anything, I would say to you that the company went overboard to try to retain her and allow her a flexible work schedule, to work at home, to not travel as much, but they still value her advice, her wisdom, her knowledge, and her counsel. So to all those feminists and these Hollywood actresses that say that you are at the short end of the stick with wage inequality, that men are keeping you down, I say it is an absolute load of bull. And I'll tell you what, if American Idol would like to hire me as a judge, I'll tell you what, I'm all for wage inequality in that case. I won't ask for the $17.5 million that Jennifer Lopez will get. I will be... A gentleman about it. I won't negotiate hard. I will gladly accept $17,499,999 to sit there and listen to horrible music. Lieutenants, the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony is coming up next.
1: Do you want to smoke the same cigars the General does during the show? See past cigar and libation selections anytime at CigarDave.com.
0: for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand-new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available, Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app.
5: You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option... Try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com.
4: Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
1: unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers.
0: As I mentioned in the opening segment of today's show, our cigar master guest will be Rick Rodriguez, the brand ambassador for CAO Cigars. He will spend the entire second hour with us, and it is appropriate because in the month of February 2015... Our Officers Club selection is the CAO Colombia. If you are a member of my Officers Club, you probably should have received your February 2015 selection. If not, give it another couple of days. You should have them. Beautiful cigar. And we will talk about this in length. But the CAO Colombia is an adventure in the unexpected. It is the first cigar to predominantly feature, or pro- prominently feature, Colombian tobaccos. In the filler, it uses some Colombian tobaccos known as Ica Mazinga. And these Colombian tobaccos go back to 1820 where they were first grown in an isolated mountainous region of Colombia. The tobaccos have a very savory taste, nice burn. And when I first Received this cigar last summer at the Cigar Retailers Convention. I thought Colombia is going to be probably a fuller-flavored cigar. I was blown away. It is mild, mild plus, maybe slight hints of medium on the palate, but very pleasant. Made in Honduras. The wrapper is Honduran hamastran. The binder is Cameroon, which gives it a little bit of sweetness and some spice. The filler comes from Colombia, as I mentioned, the Ica Mazinga Seed, and some Brazilian filler. It is a magnificent cigar in the 6 uh, to $8 category. And the Officers Club members received the Tinto, which is a 5x50 Robusto. Beautiful cigar. Incredible looking construction. Ah, beautiful wrapper aroma on the nose. And I cannot wait to get to the CAO Colombia.
1: Cigar-altering and highly-sharpened leaf-exposing device.
0: My self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action.
1: Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus.
0: Ah, there is my Cigar Dave Signature Lock and Load. Just using the one that we released, geez, probably about five years ago, has uh, just a very nice-looking triple flame Small little lighter, but nice big tank, and I've got it in the flame red that I would use today.
1: Cigar, cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one.
0: And here comes the cut on my CAO Colombia Tinto. Perfect cut. Well, maybe I took a little too much off the top, but it's still close enough. I will gently toast the foot of this cigar. Oh, listen to that just beautiful beautiful just toasting the foot of the cigar taking my time no rush this is the this is my favorite part where the heat causes combustion of the uh, filler tobacco and then the the wrapper actually the wrapper first then the binder and filler and you can smell the first few whiffs of cigar magnificence in the air the aroma around you I will now puff and rotate Right draw. Very smooth. A little more puff. A little more rotation. Mm. Very nice. Hmm. As I gently blow on the foot of the cigar, I have a nice even amber glow. A magnificent litation ceremony, and now I must accompany this cigar with something cool and refreshing.
1: Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary
0: maneuvers. Well, I need a libation that will pleasantly accompany the CAO Colombia. Now, as I mentioned, this is a mild, mild mild-plus cigar. So a full-flavored whiskey or bourbon will overpower this beautiful stick. So I need something that's going to be on the mild, mild mild-plus side, something cool and refreshing. And I've not used rum in the litation ceremony for I don't know how long. And I looked over in the bar here at Command Center Alpha and Humidor 1A, and staring me are two unopened bottles. One of Bacardi 8 Años, the other Bacardi Superior. Now, first of all, let's talk about what rum is. It is a distilled alcoholic beverage made from sugarcane byproducts, such as molasses or directly from sugarcane juice by a process of fermentation and distillation. This is primarily from the Caribbean region. And again, in the Caribbean, they don't really grow corn. They're not growing uh, any sort of barley. So therefore, you need something that you can convert into a distilled alcoholic beverage. What is prominently featured down in the Caribbean on the islands of Cuba and Puerto Rico and all the other Aruba, the Caribbean islands? sugar cane. And so we have rum. Now let's talk a little bit about the Bacardi. Now Bacardi goes back to its roots in Havana. Now it is made in Puerto Rico, headquartered in Miami. And I am going to take... I'm not going to use the Añejo. I think I'm going to take just the regular Bacardi Superior. It is clear. And now with many clear rums, initially they were very harsh. Not the case. So here's what I'm going to do. Take a couple of ice cubes. I am going to... Put my Bacardi Superior in the glass. And now I'm going to open up a can of Diet 7 Up and put a splash and make it some B7, Bacardi and 7. And I will say, cheers, take a sip. Hmm. That is nice. That seven up just gently soothes and mellows the Bacardi Superior. But it's not overly sweet. Very pleasant accompaniment. The February
1: selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is CAO Columbia by CAO Cigars. CAO Columbia uses tobacco that is derived from a Cuban seed first grown in Colombia in 1820. It's a captivating tobacco that burns beautifully and smokes effortlessly. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com.
6: Wow, the new Super Lijero from Rocky Patel. That's right. This seed took years of development. This is a new varietal from Costa Rica. Years of planning, years of research, and working with the Plasencia family, we have a seed called the Super Lijero. That's the magic in this new cigar. This cigar has a unique wrapper from St. Augustine from the mountains of Honduras. That's right Nimish and that's why this cigar is so special because it has a character that is very very different than all of the cigars. In fact whether you're a novice, amateur, professional, full body smoker, you're gonna love this cigar because this character with the Super Ligero and the St. Augustine wrapper just delivers a lot of unique flavors that everyone's gonna enjoy. Look for it in your local retailers coming this October.
0: Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club.
1: hundred percent USDA certified alpha male. With zero trace of wussification. It's the general Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave.
0: Beautiful little Gypsy Kings with my CAO Colombia, my B7, Bacardi, and a splash of Diet 7 up on the rocks. Very refreshing, very complimentary, and before I uh, get to a couple of other items here, a couple of uh, very well known libations that use rum. Could be Bacardi, could be any other brand, but uh, first of all, probably the most famous, I would say, is the mojito, which is a traditional Cuban highball. That is very refreshing, very sweet. It uses six leaves of mint, three parts of fresh lime juice. Some soda water, four parts white rum, two teaspoons of sugar, and you are good to go. And when I say parts, you can use one ounce of fresh lime juice, uh, some soda water, and one and a third ounces of white rum. You put in the sugar, you mint it, you muddle the mint sprigs, and you top it with just a little bit of soda water, and you are good to go. It is very cool, very refreshing, although many of you in the Northeast, The mid-Atlantic and the upper Midwest probably do not want anything cool and refreshing. You want something a little bit warmer. So may I suggest a Cuba Libre, another very well-known libation that uses rum. It is one part rum. You can use any kind of rum you want. Uh, Bacardi Gold is uh, very popular. You can use two parts of your favorite cola, whether it's Coke Diet Coke, Diet Seven Up, whatever, or, or Diet uh, Diet uh, Pepsi, whatever the case is, and then two lime wedges. It's pretty easy. You fill a highball glass with ice, squeeze two lime wedges over the ice, drop them into the glass, pour in the the rum, followed by some chilled cola of your choice. Give it a little gentle stir, and you have a Cuba Libre. And I have a great story here that I wanted to uh, get to, talking about. Let me see if I can find it. I know I've got it around here somewhere. Let's see here. Actually, it is – I'll tell you what, I'll get to it in the next segment. Classic story. No, I have it right here, actually. Talking about cola, and specifically Coca-Cola, Warren Buffett uh, divulged his secret to staying young. He is 84 years old. He is the chairman and CEO of Berkshire Hathaway Company, a – Multi, 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 multi multi-billion dollar conglomerate. They own everything from Dairy Queen to NetJets to... Let's see. I'm trying to think what else they own. Well, they own 9% of Coca-Cola. They own a a whole bunch of uh, publicly traded companies or or, or stock in publicly traded companies. They are – I'm trying to think what else they own. Sherwin-Williams Paints. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Very successful investor. Many would say the most successful of them all. But what is his secret to staying young at 84 years? What is it? Could it be his diet? Very possibly He revealed what his diet is. And by the way, if Michelle Obama, you are listening, please have the defibrillator paddles ready to go because when you hear this, you will immediately go into cardiac arrest. Buffett said he eats 2,700 calories a day. A quarter of that is Coca-Cola. He drinks at least five cans of Coke every day. Now, it helps that he owns 9%. Of Coca-Cola, which is, by the way, stock worth $16 billion right now. The average, not average, one 12-ounce can of Coke contains 140 calories. He says he has three Cokes during the day, two at night, total of five. Geez, I hope at night he uses the uh, drinks the caffeine-free Coke. Otherwise, I'd be up till 4 in the morning. He has one at breakfast. And what does he have for breakfast in addition to his cola? What does he eat? Potato sticks. Uts. Potato sticks, made in Hanover, Pennsylvania. When I lived in Baltimore, or as they say up there, Baltimore, Utz was the number one potato chip pretzel snack maker. Everywhere you went, Utz potato chips. And I'd always say, whenever I'd get a can at a friend's house, I'd always get a little Sharpie, and I'd put a P in the front of it and call it Putz. But a very well-known brand. He eats potato sticks all day right out of the can. And But he does say he varies up his breakfast. In fact, a couple of days ago, he said... He uh, did not have the potato sticks. He had a bowl of chocolate chip ice cream. When asked to explain the high-sugar, high-salt diet that has enabled him to remain very healthy, 84 years old, still very spry, he replied, I checked the actuarial tables, and the lowest death rate is among 6-year-olds. So I decided to eat like a 6-year-old. It's the safest course I can take. There we go, lieutenants. Eat like a 6-year-old. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, Happy Meals, Coca-Cola and uh, potato sticks and chocolate uh, chip uh, ice cream for breakfast. And you can hear my uh, German Shepherd, Sultan, in the background, along with Wolfie and the Wolflets. He sees detects some enemies of pleasure very close by, which is good. That's exactly what I want him to do. When he, when he senses an impending enemy of pleasure attack, he notifies me, and he just did. So, uh, uh, Eric, make sure... Private Eric, make sure that we have all the alarm systems, the rocket-propelled grenades, in full activation mode so we are secure here at Command Center Alpha. They have been armed. They have been armed. Excellent. Good to know. And we have some other secret incendiary devices we cannot tell you about. However, I feel very confident and very secure here in uh, my Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A studio. Our cigar supply, our libation supply, and the 32 dames in the harem are all safe. You too, by the way, Private Eric, you are safe as well. We also have that in the control room for you as well. But eat like a six-year-old. Think about that. Eat the way a six-year-old does, and you will live till 84. Maybe that's the uh, secret. Michelle Obama, be damned. That's how it goes. All right, lieutenants, as I said to you earlier in the show, we're under attack. Everything that we love is under attack. Cigars have been under attack by the FDA. Our food under attack. Libations under attack. Everything we want to enjoy in life under attack. Last week, I told you about the Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee, DGAC. They released a 571-page report of recommendations to the Department of Health and Human Services and the U.S. Department of Agriculture with a detailed plan to transform the food system. Hmm. Somebody else we know said he wanted to fundamentally transform this country. Hmm, who could that be? Was it uh, President Reagan? Nope. Was it Clinton? Nope. Was it Bush? Nope. Oh, it would be one Barack Obama who wanted to fundamentally transform the country. He has sure done a hell of a job with that, for the worse, I might add. And I'll tell you about, about an example in which he's going to transform another right in the Constitution unilaterally. But before I get to that... Here, this committee, the Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee, wants to transform the food system. And one of the items they would like to transform is for Americans to eat less meat. This is a 12-person panel that will ultimately try to decide or may decide what foods 350 million Americans can and should eat. Now, one group that has been targeted are... The beef producers, meat, moo, cows, under attack. Elsie, the cow, is under attack. And the meat industry, the pork industry, they are sharpening their knives over that Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee report because within the report, they stated that we must reduce consumption of meat. And what was the reason? Because meat is bad for us, Because meat is causing us to gain weight or blood pressure? No. The reason is because out of uh, their concern for the environment. In their recommendations to eat less meat, they say that the recommendation is intended to maximize environmental sustainability out of concerns for climate change. So now... The beef producers, the ranchers, they're all part of a vast evil empire that is contributing to climate change. They can't use the term global warming anymore because for those of you listening to me up in Charlotte on WBT or in Atlanta on WGST or in Buffalo on WBEN or in Syracuse or in Baltimore or any one of our other affiliates or listening to us via the Cigar Dave mobile app or online at CigarDave.com, You've just experienced and are experiencing one of the worst winters on record. And last year was no picnic. Colder and more frigid than ever. So all of a sudden, the global warming that Al Boron wanted to espouse over the last number of years, all of a sudden, that narrative doesn't work anymore. So what do they go to? Ah, Plan B, we'll call it something else, climate change. And of course Obama jumps up and down and says, it's a fact, everybody knows it, scientists can't be wrong. Really? Let me ask you, who, is the, who are the people who 40 years ago said that we should eliminate butter and eggs in our diet and go more towards margarine, which by the way is the worst thing because it's a hydrogenated fat. It's man-made, it's terrible. And we've subsequently found out that after these great recommendations from supposed experts that it has caused coronary artery disease. And now this panel that I just mentioned is recommending that it's okay to eat eggs. It is okay to eat butter. It's okay to eat cheese. Sure, like everything in moderation, we have to watch our caloric intake. However, all these products that these supposed experts 40 years ago deemed as terrible, not terrible. And the products that they espoused as great, not so good. So the meat industry now is saying, we are going to fight this. And one of the things they're going to do to fight this 571-page report, they, number one, are lobbying Congress to influence the federal agencies to get an extension. So instead of a 45-day comment period, they want a 120-day comment period. They don't want a month and a half. They want four months. And they also want to know more about the 14-member panel. How do they draw their conclusions? What's the scientific evidence? I'll tell you what it is. It's these 14 people who have a political mission. They believe that there is climate change. They don't want to hear the contrary. And they will blame the ranchers, the meat producers, anybody they can to advance their own goal. To them, the end justifies the means. They could care less whether it's truthful or not. We're seeing this in the cigar industry with the FDA going after your cigars, and now we're seeing it with the attack on the meat industry. When I come back, we talked about uh, some of these Hollywood nutcases that were at the Oscar award, uh, the, the Oscars. Uh, wrote, uh, what was her name? Uh, Arquette. Uh, Roseanne Arquette, whatever the hell her name is, I could even I could care less because I don't even Patricia Arquette. Thank you, uh, Private Eric. I could care less what their their names are because I don't listen and subscribe to their BS. But when I come back, I'll tell you about a Hollywood director who is involved with an elementary school, and you will hear what all the kids are being forced to eat at that elementary school. Lieutenants, we will continue. Don't forget, our number two, it is entirely spent in our Cigar Masters series with CAO brand ambassador Rick Rodriguez. We'll talk about all the CAO brands and some of the new blends he's got in the works. We will continue right around the corner. Not sure what libation to pair with
1: your cigar? Now at CigarDave.com, you can see what your five-star general pairs together each week for the show.
4: Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no, it's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given his unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup up models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today. And look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman.
2: Surgeon General warning: Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate Patio, overlooking the 13th Green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown number no. four by JC Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut shade wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit (laughs) diamondcrown.com.
1: Washington, Patton, Eisenhower, MacArthur, Schwarzkopf, and Cigar Dave. All great American
0: generals. I am indeed humbled to be in such outstanding a company. Especially the greatest of them all, General George S. Patton. Well, I told you before we took a short time out that one of the Hollywood directors, well-known Hollywood director... Is involved with an elementary school in the People's Republic of California. Well, James Cameron, very well-known Hollywood director, is involved with a with his wife, Susie Amos Cameron, in a school, an elementary school called the Muse School. It is the Cameron's Muse School in Calabasas, California. Now, I'm sure they they uh, learn algebra or they learn arithmetic and subtraction, addition, geography, history. Of course, I'm sure it's very slanted. I'm sure they're not going to learn about American history with all the wars and the important conflicts that we have been in, especially World War II. We don't want to offend anyone, let alone the Germans. We don't want to do that. So they have this school, a nonprofit private school, and the school is an environmentally focused school. They have chosen to go completely vegan, a completely plant-based menu for the school starting with the fall term. The only school that uh, the Camerons are aware of that is completely plant-based, said Susie Cameron. Uh, Plant-based eating, she said, meaning the meals that are served at Muse will be 100% plant-based. The average person would say vegan. But we say whole food, plant-based. Va- plant you can call it whatever you want. It's vegan. No meat. It's about raising kids who don't think it's strange or exotic or worthy of a pat on the back to be doing the right thing for the living biosphere. Here we go. The biosphere, the planet, the environment, eco-environmentalism. Enough already. I, you know, when I hear these 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 Hollywood elitists start cramming down this nonsense to us, you know, I want to just roll it up in a ball and stick it up there you know where because it's just so nauseating to hear them regurgitate this to us. Like, we are too stupid and we don't have the sensibility and intelligence to make our own decisions because out in the People's Republic of California and Hollywood, they're far smarter than we are. Now, this is a little bit, I would say, a lugubrious situation that is just coming up. President Obama knows that he can't change the law without or laws without Congress. So what does he do? Executive orders everything to death. Latest example, they're coming after you if you are a sportsman, you are a hunter. They are going not after your guns. That has not worked. Not going after your guns, lieutenants. Ah, they're going after something else. They're going after your ammo. And just like I said, they know they can't make cigars illegal, but what they can do is is a de facto prohibition, where, we em- where they enact smoking bans everywhere. So you can buy all the cigars you want, but then there's nowhere to smoke them. They're doing the same things with your guns and ammo. Obama's using executive uh, actions to impose gun control on the nation, and he is targeting the top-selling rifle in the country, the AR-15, which is a semi-automatic. Now, that is one of the most used rifles by sportsmen and target shooters. ATF revealed earlier this month it is proposing to put the ban on 556 millimeter ammo on a fast track. Which means you can buy all the guns you want, but now you can't get ammo. And what is the reason why they are saying? Well, at issue is the so-called armor-piercing ammunition. It is an exemption for those bullets mostly used for sport by AR-15 owners... But the inexpensive M885 ammo, commonly called green tips, which has been exempt for years, have higher caliber ammunition that uh, easily pierces the type of soft armor worn by many uh, police officers in the country. Now, because it's used primarily by target shooters and not criminals, it has that exemption. But the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearm Bureau want to reclassify it as armor-piercing and thus not exempt. So essentially, you would not be able to buy these. You want to go hunt deer? You want to go hunt boar? You want to go just do target practice? Can't do it. So again, they know they can't uh, prohibit guns because of the, the Constitution. However, what do they do? Well, now they can go after your ammo, and that's exactly what they are doing. And in fact, many police officers have come out and said, this is absurd because... The ammo that is used, the, the the rifle, the AR-15, which is an expensive rifle, and even a, a pistol, which uses uh, an AR-15 pistol, is $1,000. bucks. they are saying common criminals aren't spending $1,000 on this type of gun or weapon. And furthermore, they say that, especially when it comes to an AR-15 rifle, you can see the rifle. So you're not going to see a criminal come out with a rifle. They want something that they can seal. But this is exactly what... We are seeing with government overreach. This is executive overreach. And this week it has been really repulsive to watch to watch uh, 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 the Senate and to watch the Republicans in the Senate just absolutely – Mitch McConnell just, just cave and just not take on – be an alpha and take on the Harry Reid and the rest of the taxocrats – it is really ludicrous to me, and this is another example. And the NRA is trying to muster the troops, if you will. And these, there's another thing you got to watch out for because ATF now has another rule where they may go after the deer-hunting 308 bullets that could be banned because they're also used in AR-15s, some of which can be turned into pistol-type guns. So again, here it is, a perfect example. Your constitutional right to bear arms is not being tampered with. However, the ability to go out and purchase ammo, that is being tampered with. It is absolutely an overreach. And my question is, when are the Republicans going to grow a giant set of nads and say enough is enough to this president? This has nothing to do with politics. I don't care if Obama was a Republican or a Democrat. If a Republican did this with some other issue, I would say the exact same thing. Our Constitution is under threat. And I can tell you that when it comes to cigars and my spirits and my steak and my ammo, leave me alone. And my harem, absolutely leave me alone. Stay out of my pleasure palace Stay out of Command Center Alpha, stay out of my humidor, stay out of my outdoor kitchen, and stay out of the bedroom. Lieutenants, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is coming up next. A special one-hour, our Cigar Master Series. will be joined by Rick Rodriguez, CAO Cigar Brand Ambassador, talking the CAO Cigars hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next.
1: It's time for the General Cigar Dave.
0: Well, I am thoroughly enjoying my CAO Columbia, which I lit during the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony in the first hour. It is our February 2015 Officers Club selection. It is a magnificent cigar. And I wanted to spend some time with the man behind the CAO Columbia, as well as some of the other CAO offerings. And they have been very busy, including the CAO Flathead, the CAO Amazon. The list goes on and on. And it is my pleasure to welcome to the Cigar Dave Show a very long-time friend, fellow resident of the Cigar City, Rick Rodriguez, or as I call him, Rico Suave. He is the brand ambassador for CAO, and he is joining us now. Rick, great to have you with us front and center.
7: Oh, thank you so much, Dave. It's great to be back in Tampa.
0: Absolutely, and you are, I should say, I'm here in, in Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A. You are sitting in the friendly confines of your home. I'm sure you have some CAO cigar lit, your feet propped up on this gorgeous afternoon.
7: It's like you're here with me. I'm in my garage right now. Enjoying the, at Columbia with you, Dave.
0: Beautiful. Now, you had a busy week, actually, Rick. You were on the road. I know you were in Houston. You were in Indianapolis before coming back to the Cigar City, and you travel quite extensively as the brand ambassador. Tell us what your responsibilities are.
7: You know what, Dave? It goes back to uh, when we took over our mm-hmm. CEO. Uh, we get together, and uh, we formed a team uh, which includes uh, myself and uh, Ed McKenna, and uh, we're responsible right now to launch new cigars uh, for Co and also keep the uh, older blends alive and, uh, uh, you know, well.
0: Well, let's, before we get to uh, talk about some of the older brands, let's talk about, first of all, the cigar that I am enjoying right now, which is one of two offerings that you came out with at the Cigar Retailers Convention last July. And I know, Rick, hard to believe that, you know, just probably, let's see, March, April, May, June, four and a half months from now, We'll be at the convention in New Orleans, and I'm sure you're working on new cigars, which we'll talk about in a minute. But you released two new cigars, the CAO Columbia and the CAO Amazon Basin. But I want to talk about the Columbia. When You gave me this cigar, Rick. It blew me away because I figured Columbia, it's going to be full, super powerful. I just had that connotation. And when I smoked it, I came back and I said, Rick, this is beautiful. This is smooth. This is pleasant. This is an any time of day cigar and just a beautiful stick. So tell me about the blending of the CAO Colombia.
7: You know what? Uh, we wanted to uh, you know focus and showcase that uh, Columbia tobacco because uh, like anybody, they, we've been using it for many years, but there was something unique about this region that we're getting this uh, tobacco from. And we... Just wanted to showcase this cigar. It's just, you know, a perfect uh, timing for us because we wanted to extend the real blend. So we, uh, to, you know, uh, we started to uh, blend this uh, tobacco in uh, Ford Columbia, and right away we knew we had something special. So when we're blending a cigar, we were searching for more flavor over body. And I think we accomplished that because this cigar is, like you said, a cigar that anybody can enjoy, and any time of the day you can enjoy this cigar. It's just very good. Well, it has a lot of flavor.
0: Okay. It's still in that mild to medium bodied category. And let's take right. a look at the cigar architecture. First of all, you use a Honduran Hamastran wrapper. Exactly. Then you use a Cameroon binder, and Cameroon gives you a little bit of sweetness with a little bit of that tooth, a little bit of that subtle spiciness. And then you use, for the filler, you use some Brazilian, which I love, and then you use some Colombian, and you use a very unique tobacco called Colombian Ica Mazinga. Exactly. Good. Pretty good, good, huh, Rick? I'm on top of these things.
7: Oh, my God. That's great, Dave. Thank you so much.
0: So tell me about the Ika Mazinga and how you came about finding it.
7: You know, uh, again, uh, the uh, the uh, we have a tobacco buyer out there. He's always searching for u- new, unique tobaccos. Uh, he ran across his tobacco. It was the first time that uh, General Cigar has ever, you know, brought it in and used it. And we knew right away, uh, smoking that cigar in the factory with the team and Ed, uh, we knew right away we had something special. So how do we take this special tobacco and make a cigar that's going to allow this tobacco to perform? And that was the reason that we chose that the Brazilian to add a little bit of a body to the cigar, not too much, and we just love the uh, combination of that uh, binder and the uh, the wrapper that we chose for the cigar. For us, it just worked perfect.
0: Well, I know that uh, we've already received comments from mem- uh, many Officers Club members just very surprised at how balanced and smooth the cigar is, and I've been talking about it the last... Three weeks or so on the show, saying you're going to be, you're going to really enjoy this cigar. Don't let the name Colombia surprise you. And I think that people think Colombia uh, and like Peru, it's going to be super full. It's going to knock you right. on the floor. Maybe, right. maybe it goes back to when you think about, you know, the Colombian drug cartels or something, where people think, ooh, it's going to be right. violent and it's going to be, right. you know, on the right. harsh side. Not at all. This is a totally different, uh, different animal. It's a beautiful cigaric. And uh, how many sizes does the CAO colombia coming
7: right now we have uh, offered uh four sizes and they're going to range from a you know 50 uh ring gauge to all the way to a uh 56 ring gauge
0: right well actually i'm enjoying right now the five by 56 which is the valenato which is a beautiful uh, looking cigar and suggested retail price for the cao colombia on average
7: uh, on average, it's going to be about uh, anywhere from uh, $6 all the way up to uh, $7.75. So no, I'm sorry, Dave. We do uh, make a 6x62 six for this uh, uh, cigar line.
0: Beautiful. So you've got that magnum size, which uh, I'm just looking here, uh, called the Bogota. Bogota, yep. Colombia, the 6x60. Six and, uh, of course, many people are really enjoying that magnum size. So it's really in that 6 to $8 sweet spot right now, Rick, which seems to be that really that sweet spot where consumers tend to gravitate towards. I would say probably 70% of the sales right now are in that 6 to $8 category.
7: We agree because what we're trying to do is give a cigar for everybody that can reach for that cigar. You know, everybody wants to, you know, to, uh, think that they can sell a $15 cigar every day. For me, you know, uh, the price point for me and Ed uh, McKenna and CEO is very important. And we know our consumers and we know the consumers out there so we want to give them a great cigar and a you know decent price point that everybody can reach out for that cigar.
0: Our guest is Rick Rodriguez. He is the brand ambassador of the CAO uh, Cigar Company, which is part of General Cigar. Known uh, Rick for a long time, and he has done a magnificent job on the CAO Colombia. And when we come back, we'll get into talking about the CAO Amazon Basin. So we'll kind of move from Colombian South America to kind of that Brazil rainforest area, and we'll talk about the rest of the CAO lineup, as well as uh, Rick's background. It is our pleasure to have Rick with us today as we enjoy the CAO Columbia part of the February 2015 Officers Club selection. We shall continue front and center.
1: Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club, for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com.
2: The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo, inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on facebook and twitter at the cigar life cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes
0: as a cigar connoisseur one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailers humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars nine years ago i had the idea that i wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants so the officers club was born You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brick House, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars.
7: Hi. I know everybody's familiar with the 95-rated Decade one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade Cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard, or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy this cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's gonna be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed, because this cigar, man, does it smoke great.
1: Arriving as a Wissified Beta Male. Departing as a Certified Alpha, alpha male. male. Cigar Dave mission accomplished.
0: And we continue front and center talking about the CAO brand and lineup of cigars. CAO brand ambassador Rico Suave Rodriguez joins us, longtime friend. And uh, Rick, let's talk about the CAO Amazon basin. Let's move from Colombia Colombia over to the CAO Amazon Basin. You launched this again last summer at the Cigar Retailers Convention. Uh, Very unique and rustic-looking cigar, and the band is very unique as well, very emblematic of what you would think about in the Amazon.
7: Exactly. That's what, what, you know, when we're making a cigar and thinking about that blend and uh, thinking about where that tobacco came from, uh, we wanted to match that with the uh, special band, and it was a... Uh, cigar roller in the factory uh, suggested this uh, look of that band, and uh, when uh, we saw it for the first time, we all looked at each other, and said, "This is unbelievable." And I had so many people coming to me at the show when we launched it. Uh, other, uh, you know, uh, manufacturers saying, "Ricky, I want to see your new cigar. I'm so proud of the cigar." But they really were more interested in that band, and they're just walking away and saying. I can't believe I've been in this, uh, you know, business for years and years. I've never thought about using tobacco for the ban of the cigar.
0: And the first thing I said to you, Rick, was, and, and I should say, it looks like three small little pieces of twine all right. together stacked on top of each other around the cigar. And I said, "This is cool how you use rope." And you said, "General, that's not rope. That is tobacco leaf.
7: That is tobacco. That you, it can, uh, you know, uh, smoke through it." or you can simply uh, take it off. I think uh, if you smoke through it, it's going to be a little bit bitter, but uh, these guys are just enjoying that cigar so much. They just uh, want to smoke that cigar all the way down, so they don't mind that they have to smoke that, uh, that uh, through that band. They just love it.
0: Rick, interesting about the Amazon Basin. You said in all the literature you wanted to create something exotic something exotic as the tropical rainforest. And certainly when you think of the Amazon, you think of the Amazon River, you think of the jungle, it is very exotic. And so you created something that looked exotic, rustic, but you also wanted to duplicate that in terms of taste.
7: Right. And if you look at that cigar, you know, uh, uh, when we launched the cigar, what I was noticing, and I'm uh, talking to these uh, guys, you know, when you uh, receive this cigar for the first time, just cut it. And dry-draw that uh, cigar. There's no other cigar made today that you can cut and dry-draw and get that flavor. It, uh, to me, is so unique. Uh, Reminds me of like a a dry fruit. Tend to, uh, you know, to me, uh, tastes like a a lot of raisin. But uh, it's uh, tobacco that uh, we're very surprised and very happy. And But, uh, you know... Unfortunately, uh, today, I, I would love to say there's more of that, uh, you know, uh, tobacco and cigars out there, but every shop is already running out of that cigar. So hopefully your guys have had the uh, opportunity and the chance for, to smoke this very unique uh, cigar.
0: Now, Rick, when that so that is limited production when the CAO Amazon Basin is sold, it's done, that's it?
7: Is done for a couple years because uh, the local Indians that uh, grow the tobacco only uh, tend to grow it one time per three years, and so uh, to get our uh, you know our hands of to this tobacco is very hard. Uh, matter of fact, just the journey that the tobacco takes to get it into our hands is unique, and so it's about a three day hike out of the Amazon, about two days in a canoe down the river. About another day and a half, a truck, and to the and uh, to the uh, docks, and then they'll ship that uh, tobacco uh, to um, uh, us in the, uh, Honduras and Nicaragua.
0: Well, in the filler blend, you use Colombia, Colombian mm-hmm. tobacco. Uh, you mm-hmm. use Dominican tobacco, and you also use the Brazilian that you reference. It's called Brazilian Braganca, which I have never heard before. I've heard of Matafina and Arapiraca, but the Brazilian Braganca. Tell me about that.
7: You know what? It's really unique. Uh, the The way these uh, Indians uh, ferment that tobacco, uh, I can explain is in a rope. It looks like a rope. It's about maybe uh, five to six uh, six. Uh, feet long, about three inches thick. And so they ferment this tobacco this way. It is one of the tobaccos that uh, the only tobacco that General Cigar receives in the factory, and we don't add any extra fermentation to the tobacco. We want to leave it raw, like you're just smoking it and the Amazon. So, just to, like I said, just to get the tobacco in our hands was a unique story, uh, hard to get, uh, but uh, hopefully uh, we're going to be able to get our hands on some more tobacco. We're right now in the process of talking to the buyer and the growers, and so hopefully we're going to be able to introduce that cigar again maybe in 2016, 2017.
0: I wish I would have known it was that limited when you gave me all those. I smoked them already, Rick.
7: Right, right. You know, Dave, you know somebody that knows somebody. Maybe I have one or two uh, remaining for
0: you. Well, when we get together for lunch next time, we'll have to do that. The binder is Nicaraguan on the Amazon Basin, and you use an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. And, Rick, I know it comes in the Amazon Basin, which is a 6x52 Toro. And if I'm not mistaken, it's one size. That's it.
7: One size. One uh, size. And, uh, you know... Again, we were, you know, we knew we had something special. We didn't know how the consumers and the shop owners were going to react to the cigar. And But for, you know, for us, to you, it was a home run. It was something that uh, caught everybody off guard. And I'm getting calls every day, Ricky, can you possibly send me another 30 boxes, 50 f- boxes? I should have brought more than the two boxes I brought at the show.
0: Who knew? Now, Rick, uh, that's part of the CAO World Series, and we'll talk about some of the other brands that are in that World Series, uh, including the CAO Osa Soul, which you created a number of years ago. But let's talk, Rick, uh, and our guest by the way, during during our Cigar Masters uh, segments here is Rick Rodriguez, Brand Ambassador for CAO Cigars. Rick, uh, tell us about your career. You started with General Cigar.
7: I started with uh, General Cigar about uh, uh, 15 years ago. I was at I was a salesman for about uh, four years, and then uh, at that time, uh, Mr. Coleman, the uh, the owner of General Cigar, approached me and said, to, you know, we need to prepare for the future, and uh, a lot of our masters, uh, they're blend, uh, blending cigars for us, are either retiring or leaving, so we chose you to go to uh, a program that we're going to train you to uh, learn how to blend cigars. So I went to the factory uh, and the DR for a year, and trained uh, under uh, uh, Daniel, and then Daniel Nunez, that, who went. was the
0: factory manager at the time,
7: exactly. And right. then so after that, I went to Honduras and trained in the Honduran factory about uh, six months. And after that, I went to work with uh, La Gloria and started, you know, play on blending cigars for La Gloria before Ernesto left La Gloria. He wanted to work with me for about a year, and he taught me so much about the art of fermentation, tobaccos, receiving, and how do we get the most out of that tobacco that that tobacco is offering you. And after that, uh, you know, for me, the, the next five years was something so unique, so exciting. I was uh, able to ride with Benji Menendez for five straight years and learn about what I'm doing today the art of blending tobaccos together, and I owe Benji and Danielle and Ernesto and all these guys that helped me do what I do today my life. I, I just I, I pinch myself every day that I'm doing what I do today for General Cigar.
0: Rick, you, you named some incredible giants in the world of cigars, starting with Edgar Coleman Sr., who was uh, legendary, had a huge passion for cigars, believed in building the brands and doing things right, not skimping. Uh... Went on to his son, Edgar Cullman Jr., Ernesto Perez Carrillo, Benji Menendez, Daniel Nunez. These are all giants in the world of cigars, and you trained under them for about five years. So now you have the ability to blend these cigars, and not only do you blend them and work on the new brands, but you also travel the country to share those blends. Our guest on our Cigar Masters segments today... Rick Rodriguez, longtime friend, brand ambassador for CAO Cigars. When we come back, we will talk about some of the other cigars in the CAO lineup, including the hugely successful CAO Flathead that was released about a year and a half ago that Rick was involved in and some of the other great blends. CAO is known for some very unique cigars, and it's our pleasure to have Rick Rodriguez our guest today on The Cigar Dave Show.
1: The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is CAO Columbia from CAO Cigars. CAO Columbia is the first cigar to prominently feature Colombian tobacco. It's a mild to medium bodied smoke with notes of toasted nuts sprinkled with briny nuances. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com.
2: The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Inejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
4: Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
1: America's alpha male with nads of steel. The General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave.
0: Welcome back. It is our Cigar Masters series. As we get to speak with many of the great masters in the world of cigars, the men and women who are involved in Blending the cigars, producing the cigars, being out and telling you about the cigars. And one of those people is CAO Cigar Brand Ambassador Rick Rodriguez, fellow Cigar City resident, longtime friend. And Rick, we uh, we left off saying that we would talk about the CAO Flathead. Now, you have a... In the the CAO lineup, you have the CAO World Collection, the CAO Classic Collection. There's, of course, the flavors and the CAO New Age, which is a little more more cutting edge, a little bit more dynamic, a little bit uh, more edgy. And the CAO Flathead was introduced, I want to say, a year and a half ago at the 2013 cigar retailers convention exactly and you gave me one of these a cigar without a band probably three months before when I saw you uh, out and about uh, here in the cigar city and you said general take this smoke and I said what is it you wouldn't tell me you said smoke it just let me know what you think and I said Rick this is fantastic great shape love the uh the shape of it love the taste of it and it became the CAO flathead a huge success
7: it was uh, one of the uh, fastest uh, growing lines that we ever introduced not only for ceo but uh, general cigar and it, it, i think the combination of the sizes uh, the blend uh, the packaging all worked it was a perfect storm for ceo and we're so proud of that cigar uh, today is still one of the top selling cigars for the shops and ceo today so We look at that uh, line and uh, uh, a lot of pressure on us because once you do it once, you need to hit another home run. So we're uh, harder work, but, uh, you know, the CEO of Flathead uh, has a a soft spot in my heart for that cigar.
0: Now, Rick, why don't we explain exactly what the terminology Flathead refers to?
7: You know what, uh, I want to do something that, uh, you know, doing the events – across the uh, U.S. all the time. There's a couple of things that uh, these guys talk about. Of course, number one is going to be cigars. But the second and third thing is going to be either a watch or cars. And so I'm not a watch guy, so I love cars. So you know what? I, I heard that enough is said I got to back to uh, Richmond, the uh, corporate office, and I said, you know, I think I have an idea for a new cigar called Flathead. It's based on the engine that Ford introduced in the market in the 30s. And uh, we were, you know, I think these guys were like a car. What are you you talking about? But uh, when they started to see this uh, box and this image come together, they all got it. And it's just so based on the old car engines. Uh, from the '30s that Ford introduced, it's called the Flathead,
0: and it's I guess you could say inspired by hot rods and pinup girls because I know in some of your marketing materials there's some very hot uh, dames that look good next to those CAO Flathead cigars.
7: And that wasn't bad because all the shops that I were doing if uh, uh, events for all, all were bringing out these beautiful girls and these hot rods for we. For us to take pictures in front of. So I had a blast launching that cigar. A blast.
0: And the top of these cigars is flat. So there's no rounded head. It's just it's flat at the top and it's a beautiful, almost looks like a rectangular pressed cigar.
7: Yeah. So you know what? Smoking that cigar in the factory with a team, we noticed it was originally a round cigar. But, uh, you know, when we're smoking that cigar, it was a little bit hot uh, to the palate. So we wanted to cool that cigar off. And so I said, you know what, guys, how about a box press? And maybe we can get more flavor through that cigar if we cool that cigar down by using a box press. Tried it one time, said this. Is unbelievable. This is the style that we need to launch this cigar to utilize the flavors and the body that we're trying to receive from this tobacco. And so it works, you know, like a charm for us.
0: Now, to me, it's a nice medium, medium plus cigar. A lot of flavor, but very smooth. Uses a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, which gives it a little bit of that sweetness a Habano Connecticut binder, and then for the filler, filler, you use Nicaraguan Lajero and Peloto, a Cubano Lajero as well. So you use a little bit of Nicaraguan Lajero, and the Peloto, that is from where, Nicaragua or Dominican? Uh, Nicaragua. So Nicaraguan for the filler, and that Connecticut broadleaf with that dark wrapper, a little bit of sweetness really gives it a nice complex flavor.
7: You know, I think, uh, you know, um, hearing what these guys want, uh, you know, gone are the days Are they're asking for body, body, body. Uh, these cigar uh, smokers today are getting smarter. And they're saying, you know what, the reason I'm enjoying a cigar is not befo- you know for the body. It's more about the flavor. So when I go to the factory, we have a car- target. My target is always lends to the flavor of the cigar tobacco over the body. So that's the reason, even when you look at the Lajeros we're using, we're using lower primings that gives you some body, but also gives you the flavor that you desire from that tobacco.
0: Well, looking at the sizes, uh, one of the things I, I love, first of all, the box is very unique because the box actually almost tilts up like a toolbox that you would see in a garage,
7: well, if you look at the box of the lid it looks like a top of the engine from the flat-headed engine so that it, we just stole that look from Ford hopefully Ford's knife are going to come to us and say cease making that cigar <laughs> a funny story about that I'll share in the uh, behind the scenes uh, with Ford but uh, we uh, just uh, took that look and we wanted to create uh, a box that had that look of the engine. And that box drove us crazy because we use a CNC machine for the first time in production to make that uh, cigar lid. And it just drove us crazy. Today, they got it down and we can produce it in many uh, boxes that we need. But I remember the first time I left the factory, I said, uh, you guys, start production for the boxes. Get home. And I think, uh, you know, I said, how many boxes you made? I said, the guy said, 10. I said, 10,000? He says, 10 boxes in 24 hours. We need to yank it up. And so these guys uh, did a great job and they have it uh, down uh, pat so we can make any box that we need.
0: Yeah, 10 and 24 hours is not going to cut it relative no, to the amount of cigars gonna, yeah. that you've sold or you are selling. So, Rick, right. uh, by the way, Rick Rodriguez, of uh, the Cigar uh, Ambassador of CAO Cigars, is our Cigar Master guest today on the Cigar Dave Show. Rick, let's talk about the different sizes. And every size, you use a, a different band, a different colored band, still with the CAO flathead, but every single size has a different name. So first of all, we'll talk about, let's start big, the V770 Big Block, which is a big cigar that is a 7-inch by 70 ring gauge.
7: And do you know who smokes those cigars, Dave? Uh,
0: People who want a lot of cigar flavor.
7: You know what? You'll be surprised. That is the number one selling cigar for women uh, uh, that once has smoked a large ring gauge. So, if we look at the uh, sales of the bike uh, block, 70% of the cigars sold are to the women.
0: Maybe it reminds them of something else when they're smoking well, it, Rick.
7: Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> a, a different uh, show, Dave. Different yeah, show.
0: Exactly. Then we go to the V554 camshaft, which is a 5.5 by 54 ring gauge. So, a nice robusto has a black band on that. We have the V660 carb which is a 6-inch by 60 Magnum, which uses a nice uh, red band. We talked about the V770 Big Block. Then you have the V450 Spark Plug, 4.5 by 50. That's a nice, small uh, walk-the-dog cigar.
7: And we have a Lancero, too, in the uh, the size. Correct, the piston,
0: the V642 piston, 65 by 42 and that Lancero, Rick, interesting. When you gave me some of those, I love the Lancero size, and everybody says, oh, come out with a Lancero, but Lanceros are not big sellers, but it does very well in your Flathead series.
7: It does, because I think, uh, number one, number one reason goes to the factory and the rollers that roll in that cigar Coolers to them because every cigar, and I believe, uh, Dave, I smoke a lot of those pisses, every cigar performs beautifully. So I think that's the reason some guys walk away because uh, they tend to get a, a small cigar that's hard to draw, uh, they have problems with their light, but these cigars perform. But there's another secret uh, uh, secret to the line if you look at the line, you can't blend a cigar for the uh, piston and the spark plug and think that ratio is going to work on the uh, the 60 and the 70 ring gauge. So there is actually two blends. So if you look at the uh, uh, 70 and the 60, we're using uh, Seiko's for the blend. And for the 54, the spark plug and the Lancero, we're using Lajero. So if you guys want a more of a body cigar and you you love that flavor of the the Flathead, tend to go to that Lancero, the Spark Plug, or the 54. If you want to receive more flavor from that cigar, reach for the 60 and the 70, and I think you'll be happy with your choices.
0: Rick, what's the suggested retail uh, range for the CAO Flathead Series?
7: Down for, I think, uh, as low as uh, 650. Uh, up to nine, uh, nine fifty, nine
0: seventy-five. Six fifty to nine seventy-five. Very unique cigars, great packaging, great flavor all the way. And as you say, every cigar has a little bit, slightly different nuance based on the size. But you do maintain the integrity of the taste throughout the entire series. Rick Rodriguez is of Cao Cigars, the Cao Cigar Ambassador and Brand Ambassador is our guest on our Cigar Masters series today. When we continue, we'll talk about the Cao Hurricane. And then we'll get into some of the CAO oldies but goodies in their CAO Classic Series as we continue front and center.
1: Never miss a minute of the show. When you download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Apple, Android, and Kindle devices, you can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave Defending your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave.
0: Final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show and our Cigar Masters segments today. And we are rejoined by Rick Rodriguez, brand ambassador of CAO Cigars. Rick, in our uh, last segment here, I want to hit real quickly on a whole bunch of different cigars. Uh, Okay. Staying in the new age, very quickly. Let's talk about the Cao Hurricane, a very limited release cigar.
7: It was, it was the first time that Cao or since uh, we took it over uh, offering a small bass cigar. So uh, playing with that cigar, we knew that we wanted something bold, powerful, because it's a cigar performed that way. So we, uh, you know, picked the Hurricane, and we launched a hurricane about uh, two years ago. It was our first introductory to a small batch cigar.
0: And great cigar, great packaging, nice spicy, full-bodied cigar. Let's go, before we go back to the CAO, CAO World Series or World Collection, let's go to the CAO Classic because one of the cigars that was launched at the inception of CAO is the CAO Gold, which I have to believe, Rick, is still one of the big sellers of CAO.
7: Uh, Still today, it's a performance for us. It is a great cigar, uh, you know. Uh, they did a great job and uh, with the blend, so today is a great cigar for a General Cigar and CEO.
0: Yeah, and it's a mild-bodied cigar. It's almost a little bit more flavor than the Macanudo, but it's got an Ecuadorian-Connecticut wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler, comes in a multitude of sizes, but a very nice, mild-bodied, flavorful, very smooth cigar that you can't go wrong with. Again, that's in the CEO Classic line. And Rick, uh, let's also talk about another cigar that does very well at the price point is the CAO la traviata
7: you know what a uh, day that was a lightning in a bottle when these watch uh that cigar the perfect uh you know price point the per- perfect cigar today is you know uh uh still uh number one number two and se- uh, selling uh cigar for us so it's just a great blend great price point find that cigar seek it out uh, discover it again because a lot of times these guys uh, slip away for it go back to it because it is just going to bring you uh, uh you know a joy uh, to that cigar experience.
0: Yeah, and that was brought out, I would say, about four or five years well, about five years ago, when the economy was really kind of uh, in the tank, and people were looking for a budget value price cigar. And that $5 price point, La Traviata, beautiful cigar with an Ecuadorian wrapper, a Cameroon binder, Dominican Nicaraguan filler, a beautiful medium-flavored cigar. Now, let's go back to the CAO World Collection. We talked about the right. CAO Colombia, which is the February 2015 Officers Club Select which I'm enjoying today We talked about the Amazon Basin well, Let's talk about some of the uh, other ones First of all, the CAO, Osa Soul Which you launched about three years ago
7: uh, Osa was uh, the first cigar for uh, General cigar And CEO, Sensitive uh, Merger So we're very proud of that cigar And uh, I, that was a cigar that I wanted to bring you As close to the factory Without taking to uh, the, the factory uh, as I, I can And so if you look at the box, the box itself tells a story of the region that we get that tobacco from and uh, where they grow that tobacco. So that uh, cigar is, to, to this day, the number one selling cigar in Europe. Matter of fact, I just uh, did a tour uh, last year for Osa in Europe. It is beating every new Cuban that the Cubans launch in Europe, and still Osa is the number one selling cigar in Europe.
0: And that uses a very unique Olancho San Agustin wrapper.
7: Exactly. So that region, if you look at that region, it is, uh, and you shorten that name. That is where we get uh, Osa from.
0: Olancho San Agustin, OSA. Got it. Right. Now I know. And uh and soul is what? Sun, isn't it?
7: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that there there's two types of tobacco grown at the farm, grown and sun grown. And for the flavor that we're seeking out, we uh, choose the uh, sewn grown for this uh, wrapper.
0: And didn't realize that was a uh, fastest growing cigar in Europe so yep. uh, for those of you lieutenants looking for a unique flavor, the CAO Sol. And what happens Rick, there's so many new cigars that everyone comes out with including CAO that sometimes people forget about those great classics that have come yeah, exactly. out that are still just as good today as they were when they came out three, four, five years ago.
7: And if you want uh, uh, one of the old ones that uh, still today is, is popular, today it was uh, when it was uh, uh, shipped for the first time, is the Brasilia. That cigar is still doing so well for us because that uh, cigar has such a unique flavor to it. And uh, these guys just dig this cigar, love this cigar, and buy a ton of these cigars every day.
0: Yeah, and that Brazilian As the name implies, uses a Brazilian wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler. Has a lot of flavor. To me, it's a nice full-bodied cigar that just has a lot of nuances, a lot of balance. But it's not going to blow you away. It's not going to knock you on the floor.
7: You know, the other thing I'm very proud of, when you smoke that cigar today, you're smoking the same cigar that you smoked the first time seven, eight years ago. So we didn't change anything, anything that's processed, the tobaccos are all the same because we knew we had something special, and we just wanted to continue that blend and make sure that everything was spot on for the blend. Since so we took it over the factory to the uh, today,
0: I love the names of some of these Cao Brazilians: the Samba, which is a great name; the Amazon, obviously; the Anaconda; the Corcovado, uh, and my favorite, Go. Doing my Andre Caner impression, Goal, 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 goal. That is the greatest name of all, Rick.
7: I, I think though these guys had a great time and a fun time uh, making that cigar for the first time and uh, finding out the names that they want to use for this blend and all that. So I think they had a lot, you know, a lot of fun making this cigar overall.
0: Well, let's go from Brazil to Italy and talk about the CAO Italia.
7: You know what? Uh, I can't go to Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, you know, I all. Uh, today without uh, uh, having a handful of those cigars because every Italian in Pittsburgh now knows me as a CAO guy, but they also know me as a guy that is going to give them the Italian cigar that they love and they want to smoke uh, uh, every day.
0: Rick, if you go into Promanti Brothers, get one of their sandwiches and bring a pile of CAO Italias, I think you will be eating lunch complimentary.
7: I would love that. I would love that. I'll try that the next time. That'll
0: work, Rick. I'm telling you. Now, the wrapper is Honduran. Honduran binder. It uses Nicaraguan, Peruvian, and Italian filler. When that came out, everyone said, who they grew filler in Italy? But they did, and that, again, is also a full-bodied cigar with a much different flavor profile than the Brazilian.
7: You know, if you look at the history of CEO, that was what they're known for, introducing uh, tobaccos that everybody was scratching their head. I didn't know these guys grew tobacco and that we're trying to keep, keep it alive by introducing the Amazon Basin the Columbia there. So we're just continuing something that these guys created years ago in offering new uh, tobaccos for uh, the uh, cigar smokers out there.
0: Rick, we've got about a minute left. Very quickly, give us some hints, without revealing too much, what you're working on for the 2015 International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention this July.
7: I think I'm going to be able to offer you guys and uh, share with you guys about uh, two or three blends at the show. So I look forward to it. Uh, Working on the cigars uh, for the last year, uh, I think we have something very special. uh, And uh, something that uh, these guys are going to love and enjoy and scratch their heads and say, This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. So I'm looking forward to sharing that uh, with you guys.
0: And share it with me, Rick, before everyone else, so I can give you, I can give the lieutenants a a nice hint of what to expect.
7: I'll see you soon with uh, a couple of new samples and maybe a couple of Amazon bases.
0: Oh, beautiful. Our special guest. During our Cigar Masters uh, segments today has been Rick Rodriguez, CAO, brand ambassador, a longtime friend. Rick, great having you on. We will see you soon here in the Cigar City. Lieutenants, hope you enjoyed today's show. The CAO Columbia, fantastic cigar, and uh, Rick did a great job on that. Certainly, those of you that are members of our Officers Club know exactly why I've been so high on this cigar. Cigar, Dave. The general saying: Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra extra long. Semper delictatio, always pleasure.